Blog Talk Radio. Great joy and good afternoon, my friend. The Nepalese Meditation Bowl is chiming, centering your mind and delight on the art of the CEO. The show that brings you the most fascinating and really the most helpful leaders in the business community from all over our terrestrial orb. I am Bart Jackson, your Hieronymus Bosch of business. And have you ever wondered what it would take to make your business grow larger and faster? And would you like to know just how you can find out about uh, how that works? Well, my eager friend, you are about to have your yearnings answered. By the good graces of the god Ganesh and deft planning on our part, we have Roseanne de Torres, one half of de Torres and de George uh, family law team. And w- what I'm going to ask of you uh this hour is that you listen to Roseanne's strategies. You catch her use of data. You you jot down those details of what aspects of of her business that she brought under scrutiny, and uh, these are all applicable. But most vital, I want you also to catch Roseanne's the Taurus spirit. Roseanne, she's been named super lawyer in New Jersey. Her Morristown-based uh, D&D family laws has been honored as one of the 500 fastest-growing law firms in the U.S. And Roseanne herself has been selected as one of the top-leading women entrepreneurs for 2017. So, yes, do do study the script and the ideas. But most of all, we've got a Prometheus here. Catch the fire. And therefore, my friend, whether you are a former landscaping employee who stepped out of his own um, wage and is now launching his own landscaping business like Jorge, or you're a PR CEO from a major media group seeking to guide them towards some good like Ron. Pull up your chair a little closer and join us for this feast of wisdom, all carefully cuisined to make your career thrive and your ventures flourish. Roseanne, I'm so glad that you've been able to sort of break free from patching up wounded families all over to share your enterprising story with us. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. Oh, good, good. We're going to have fun. Uh, you know, Roseanne, just to kind of help us understand and get a footing, could you give us the scope of what family law includes and perhaps uh, some of the specialties that your team provides? Most people think, uh, when they think family law, think divorce, and it certainly includes divorce, and that does make up the bulk of our practice area. But family law also includes a couple of other sort of subsets of types of cases. So, for example, if you have a custody or parenting issue, if you can't agree with your spouse or ex-spouse about how to pay for college, if you've lost your job and you cannot afford to pay support anymore and you need to modify the terms of your previous agreement, uh, alimony issues, if you have an executive compensation plan and there's some dispute about how that gets divided, um, these are all sort of subset specialties that we're very, very good at. And and family law is ah. all we do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now, Roseanne, I mean, could I uh, – uh, what about me and, and what about myself and so many other gentlemen who, who just can't afford to pay for our wives? Uh, is, is that a legal issue? <laughs> well, sometimes it's cheaper to keep them. I, I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, as, as, as Eddie Cantor said, <laughs> Pete's making whoopee. <laughs> At any rate, but, uh, moving yeah. on. Uh, I think 
I've got it now. When when love fails, the tourists and the George step in. Um, actually, I I don't mean to to denigrate your 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 great efforts here. You're you're helping folks at, at a very highly traumatic time, and they have to handle not only an agonizingly complex contractual agreement, uh, but also some intensely personal commitments. And the stress for for both you, the attorneys, and the clients must sort of sizzle constantly to zenith. Uh, so I must ask, really, what what brought you into the line of family law? People ask me that all the time because they think yeah. what I do is so tawdry and it's an ugly process. But to be perfectly honest with you, Bart, I had a baby. I was divorced. I had a little girl at home. She was three. I needed to make a living. Mm-hmm. I was doing real estate. That was my specialty at the time. This is going back twenty uh-huh. some 25 years ago. And my... A friend asked me to do their divorce. I, of course, I said, sure, I'll do your divorce. I didn't know anything about divorce. <laughs> it's a real estate agent, I, sure, right. Yeah, I, I ran how, myself down. How tough can down. brain surgery be? I'll pick it up. <laughs> it's true. And I ran myself down to where you could buy law books in New Jersey at the time, which is at the Bar Center in New Brunswick. I bought the divorce oh, book. Oh, yeah, that's a good place. I got a, certi- a CD, compact disc with the forms. I taught myself how to do divorce. But what I found over time no is kidding. that... I'm really good at it. It suits my personality. I like to help people. I'm a very good counselor and advisor. I'm really good at helping people kind of parse through all the complexities of a situation that's highly charged emotionally and helping them to see about what's the what's the best decision they can make for themselves, their children, so that they can move forward and gain some closure. You know, one of the things that we try to do is tell people – Everything you do in your divorce is going to cost you emotionally. It's going to cost time. It's going to cost money. How much of all those things do you want to spend? And don't forget that closure can be more valuable than achieving some legal result. Not always, but often that is the case. So um, what brings me into this is, is, is just a sheer joy of helping people move through one of the most challenging areas of, of their lives. And God's gift to me uh, with the talent to to help them do that. Well, I think that's marvelous. I think it's a it's an amazing story. It also shows that here's a woman who has innately radiating trust and confidence of the people around her. So mm-hmm. uh, I think she obviously chose for your your the one who launched you on this career chose well. But um, Roseanne, now the Torres and DeGeorge Family Law was founded. You guys were founded not all that long ago. This is 2011. That's um, right. And and now this is and you. Yeah, you've been noted as one of the fastest-growing firms in the U.S., and this was all a very, very calculated choice on your part, uh, which I understood began with your study of location. Tell us a little about where you and Aaron started and where you began looking, and what inspired the search? We... I had been working already for over 20 years on Main Street in Flemington and Hunterdon County, which is a beautiful right, little right. town, county seat of, town. of Hunterdon. It's, an, it's a rural environment still. There's 135,000 people that live in Hunterdon County. I met Aaron. And, yes, uh, great people. I met Aaron. We had uh, colleague, mutual colleagues. She started doing some per diem work for me. 
she came on board and I worked for me on a per diem basis for a couple of years and I said, let's form this firm. You're a great worker. I love the way you practice law. She was such a go-getter, great personality. We formed the firm in 2011 in the location that I was already in, in Flemington. Now, we realized over time, though, that we couldn't exceed where we had gone in that location because there just wasn't enough people And so what I began to do was, with the help of, you know, coaches and people that had – nothing I've done is unique. People people have shared with me their skills and strategies, which I just implemented. And what we did was we started to look at where did our clients come from, zip codes. Uh, And we – yeah, and we plotted out on a graph – all the zip codes for all of our clients over the course of a couple of years, and we realized that 80% of them lived within a 15-mile radius of our office in Main Street in Flemington. What's interesting about that is you can then go to the U.S. Census data and find out how many people actually live in that circle, and the U.S. Census data will also tell you how many people in that circle are getting divorced in any given year. And so we realized we had saturated the market in that region. Yeah. And that led us, that data research led us to the decision to search for a second location because we couldn't grow if all we now, had I was see. Now, now, I'm going to, so what you use, your, your main data gathering tools, uh, as I said, these are, you use the census, you used uh, uh, you used the, the business statistics and you used the population statistics in the town, and mm-hmm. these are all things that are readily available to folks, right? That's right. And the zip codes, yeah. if you, we just had an Excel spreadsheet. We, you know, we just mm-hmm. cal- we just we just wrote, wrote down these zip codes, and you can plot it's, them out uh, on a graph. Mm-hmm. More more perspiration than inspiration, as good for you. If you've just joined us, you're listening to The Art of the CEO, which every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time streams magically through the frequently functioning realms of cyberspace, where you may listen and download this and all our episodes by visiting theartoftheceo.com. That's one word, theartoftheceo.com. We're on several radio stations and many Internet streams, but theartoftheceo.com is the easiest way to find all our episodes. And... Now, apparently, Roseanne, uh, the data research indicated that, uh, you're, as you say, you saturated the Flemington market, and that Morristown looked like a good hunting ground. Is, is Morristown some sort of di- divorce hotbed, or, or were you just <laughs> following the money, the higher incomes? <laughs> well, what we were following was a couple of things. Number one, we wanted to be in a county seat because it's close to the courthouse, and then uh, even of though we course, settle yeah. 99% of the cases that we take without going to court, we still want the court nearby. Number two, oh, sure. we wanted to be off of major highways so people could get in and get out. Flemington is kind of out of the way, so the people that travel on the 78 corridor don't want to come down 15 miles south, 31, to Flemington. People that live in Bridgewater yeah. don't want to travel 15 miles south on 202 to Flemington. So people that live along those corridors, they go east and north for their attorney. So we wanted a place that was really close hmm. to major highways. But uh, yes, Excuse me, how did you find that out? How did you, how did you find that out? That people were going east and north? Were? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we asked. We ha- we collected an advisory board, and we asked. Uh, we we asked. We we created an advisory board, and we did our own market research. Of, uh, we wanted preliminarily to know the answer to the question of why are all the affluent people that live in Hunterdon County, and there's plenty of them, go north and east oh, for yes. their divorce divorce attorneys? Why do they go that okay. way? And ah. it's, pri- well, well, it's now, I'd like to interrupt part you, my of, for just a second. No, I mean, go right ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm going to say that you did a uh, you, you you did something that I, I greatly believe in. You formed an advisory board, and. But but for the aspiring entrepreneur out there, uh, could you tell us how you set it up and, and perhaps just a couple of the pitfalls that you'd really rather not plunge face first into it when you set up your board? So the way we set it up was I I had been working in Hunterdon for many years already. I, had a, I, I knew a lot of different people. I asked people right. to sit on my board, every single person I asked, said yes, which was surprising to me, but people genuinely want to help others succeed. I asked people that I thought were, felt were my ideal clients. These were affluent people who had gone through divorce or had used our services that I had been friendly with. I had resolved their cases. They were not current clients. They were former clients. Then I went to successful business owners in the area, and I asked the owners of those companies to sit on my board. We met four times, once a quarter, for one year. I asked them if they would spend two hours with me every three months for a year and that I would buy them a very nice breakfast and I just wanted them Uh to give me some feedback and I would ask them questions. So the my recommendation is is that you get somebody that's experienced in facilitating an advisory board because I did not facilitate it. We hired a professional, that's what they did. Did you? Yes. Okay. And we asked people And that worked out very well, huh? We got a ton of information about why clients that we wanted were going east and north, and it was really had to do with the perception of the firm as sort of a small-town country law firm, and that was something that we needed to yeah. change if we wanted to attract the kind of clients that we wanted. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that is – I'm very, very impressed with, it, with with how you do that. And, uh, by the way, I uh, she gave it very quickly – but I, I want you all to hang on to something that uh, <clears throat> Rosanna just said. She passed it by. She said, there are more people out there who want to help you succeed. And this is a timeless truth in business, so I would like you right now, this is a quill pen moment, dip your pen in the inkwell, scroll that down, that there are more people who want to help you than hurt you. Put that in because this is something you need to depend on, and that is the goodwill of others as you start your business. So I thank you with that. And now, Rosanna, before we take a break, if uh, um, I am uh, facing a divorce or a custody battle or anything to do with family law, how can I go uh, get a hold of D&D Law and perhaps uh, just, get a, just talk things over with you? How do I do that? The best way to do that is to go to our website, dndfamilylaw.com, and you can fill out a contact us form, or you can call us at 908-284-6005. Okay. Thank you very much. That's, uh, that's very important. And after this, uh, well, delightful noshing at today's Feast of Wisdom, I believe it's truly time to take a brief survey and allow me to proffer you a few, well, utensils for today's feast. And the first utensil... 
uh, as I always do, allow me to remind each of you hearing my voice that the good Lord has gifted you with the title and privileges of Chief Executive Officer of yourself. And since that's really the most important position you'll ever hold in your career, allow me to ask, will this be the day that you pause and scrutinize how effectively your words are landing on others and perhaps seek some practical improvement? Or will you continue to grumble and bleed that no one ever listens to what I say? (laughs) The choice, my friend, is truly yours. And as a second utensil, I can sense your yearning to steep your lips into a little laughter and taste a scriptural recitation from the 102 Best Business Quips book. So I am thumbing through it. Oh, oh, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. Today, we're going to bring back number seven, and just to get our guest's opinion. Um, (laughs) The quip is, a contract is a gauntlet hurled down between two lawyers as a challenge to see which one can walk away with a greater percentage of her client's money. (laughs) So, Roseanne, did the quips to get that one right? (laughs) Well... There are certainly many people who think that way, but that's not our philosophy, and it's not a that's not a polite thing to say to uh, to lawyers. But I think it's funny. Right. But I, I I imagine that that's that's a perception I think people have. But you can't stay in business if you don't solve people's problems. At the end of the day, if all you're doing is wringing them dry, then that gets around, and people will will know that about you. The the reason we've been successful is because we achieve results for people, and we do it in a fair way and a in a reasonably priced way. So, but I understand where that that uh, humor <laughs> comes from. <laughs> Well, I, I think, actually, you've just said something about it in our afterthought on this. You know, we, we complain about attorneys and every service mm-hmm. provider's fees. But before your next bemoaning session, my friend, have you honestly assessed the value and profit of which Roseanne just spoke, the uh, of profit delivered unto you from that service? And then have you negotiated the fee accordingly? Um, why not? And if you smirked a bit over that quip, we have them literally by the books full. Just visit bartsbooks.com and pick up your copy of 102 or 101 Best Business Quips, and you'll find that your agile-tongued mind and mind will go burbling forth a froth of laughter and wisdom to lighten the load of your fellow trudging laborers at work. And as a third utensil, we sumptuously spoon to you the answer of last week's business quotation. That is, who was the person who said, it is considered good sportsmanship not to to pick up other people's golf balls while they are still rolling. <laughs> Those <laughs> words and the business metaphor they embrace were spoken by none other than the jocular aggrandizer of human nature, Mr. Samuel Clemens, Mark Twain. So congratulations to all you winners, and stick with us because later on in the show, blurting your way, comes another quotation. And if you are among the learned souls who knows the author of that quote, simply scribble that sage's name down as you believe him or her to be, and email it right off to info at bartsbooks.com. That's info at bartsbooks.com. And if you're correct, your knowledge will earn you a mind and soul-stirring gift for freshly disemboweled from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And before Roseanne continues laying our template for growing your firm, allow me to introduce to you the company by whose good graces we are here today. And that firm is Prometheus Publishing, creator of, among many other divisions, Bart's Books Ultimate Business Guides. And where you may visit, really, at Bart's Books, you're going to find a a really wide wealth of practical uh, wisdom from business masters. And today, the folks at Prometheus invite you to turn your attention toward So That's How They Do It, Tactics from Business Masters. And 
as I've said before, I I just love this book because the well, really because of the readership. This book was deliberately designed for those business folks that, that we at Bart's Books term the energized elite. You, you know who you are, that person who, who's really out there pitching for a satisfying career, and you're willing to push your arms up off the swivel chair, seize a better tool, and apply it to your own job and business. And for those folks, you're you're far too bright and busy to have for some seven-step success template. So instead, the, uh, so that's how they do it. Offers you really a broad smorgasbord given by many business leaders that have uh, that work for them and their tactics and disciplines and all important attitudes. Don't forget attitudes that uh, give you a hint and spark your own mind, and as well as lay out uh, some new ideas for your own innovative improvement. So you may find, so that's how they do it, at, among other places, BartsBooks.com. Carpe diem, my friend, you are indeed worth it. And now, with utensils in hand, uh, let's take further growth strategies from the lady whose firm is living proof that they do indeed work, family law attorney, Ms. Roseanne de Torres. Roseanne, uh, in, in addition to your obvious charm, one of the reasons I wanted to bring you before our audiences was to explore your exhaustive examination of the client experience with uh, D&D Family Law. You, you were talking with me, and you said how you stepped back and assessed in great detail all the aspects and, and each uh, episode of what your clients felt and experienced as they came through and into your family law firm. So if, you, if, I, if we may, why don't we go through just a couple of the connection points, and mm-hmm. I'd like you to tell me what you discovered. So the first, I guess... We should probably start with a website since that's sort of a first connecting point. What did you have and what did you need to do with it and why? Our website, before we started to examine the client experience, was not optimized for a mobile device. It was not uh, easy to use. It did not have the calls of action, call to action on every page, and it did not have enough uh, free ma- material for because in order to gain uh, engagement on a website, you've got to give information away, and it did not have enough of that. It also needed a facelift, some Botox, if you will, um, <laughs> in terms of color, logo design, look and feel. And so we revamped that entire website from the ground up to to address all of those points. I love what you said about the call to action on every page and information on every page. It's a good, very good point. That's mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, what about now? Moving on, I've gone to the website. I've I've looked over, and and uh, my wife has just kicked me out of the house and put my suitcases on, on the <laughs> curb with with the dog uh, that I have to feed, and um, <laughs> so so I think well, I, I'm going to give you a call and. What about the telephone connection? So I, I'm now talking with, with a real spokesperson, whoever picks up the phone. How did you reshape your greeting and attorney to client chat? We thought that the way to distinguish ourselves was really to look at every moment of every client's experience with our firm, even from the standpoint of a phone call. Because there are so many of us, it, 
especially there's 41,000 lawyers in the state of New Jersey, many of whom <laughs> call themselves family lawyers. So it's a very competitive field. How do you separate separate yourself from the rest of the pack? What we do is we created a client relations specialist. We also call her the director of first impressions. So anytime you, if you call my office for the first time and you want to come see an attorney, you're going to this person who has been specially trained in how to talk to those people that are in crisis or very concerned about what their future holds for them. They are in a vulnerable position. And so we train them on the words to say. We also train them uh, on what to say in response to objections, such as, I can go across the street and get a free consultation. Why should I pay you for the consultation? Why should I hire DeTaurus and DeGeorge? Why do I, you know, why do I have to pay a $5,000 retainer? What's so good about you guys as opposed to the guys across the street? So these are things that that person has been specially trained to to respond to and it has made a difference in the likelihood that people will show up for the appointment because there's there's many that make appointments that don't show up. And it's more right. likely our track record for the people that do actually show up in the door is 54% of those people will actually retain us. Because of the way they are treated through that, what we call that intake process. Give me, give me one, give us one good example of, uh, I mean, maybe I... Uh, I come on and I say, you know, uh, I don't want to call you. Uh, alimony is like feeding hay to a dead horse, uh, but I've got to do this or, or whatever. Uh, uh, the give me one good example of, of uh, a piece of the training that, that you've imbued in your folk. So the words that we teach them to say, for example, in response to, first of all, you want the person that's in that seat to be the happiest person in the office. They have to be smiling when they answer the phone. They have to be eminently patient. They can never get elevated. No matter what is being said to them, they must have a calm, cool demeanor and a warm, friendly, I'm going to help you no matter what demeanor. But, for example, if a a prospective customer says, "Why, why do I have to pay you for that consultation? I can go across the street. They're trained to say, well, you know, Mr. Torres is only one of 150 lawyers in the state of New Jersey that has a specialty certification of family law. There's 41,000 lawyers, so you know she's an expert in the field. You're going to get a complete analysis of your case from start to finish. It's not just a, a, a superficial meet and greet. You're going to get a complete strategy. So this is really the most important meeting that you're going to have with our attorneys because not only are you going to get to know them, but you're also going to get a complete strategy for how we propose solving your particular situation. Oh, I like that. It flows. It flows like toothpaste out of the tube. It is. Uh, I I do not mean that denigratingly. I think that it's very good, and more people should take uh, the training. You notice, my friend, that she is that Roseanne is cutting, covering every aspect, and is not afraid to run out and get professional help at every step. Um, okay. Now, what about face to face? So I'm. I've. I've broken through the phone, I say, yes, I'm going to do it, I'm going to plunk it down, and I stroll in, and there I am, sitting between, sitting with either Aaron or Roseanne or, or, or one of the fellows, one of the people, one of the attorneys in the firm. What's, uh, and I'm going to lay bare my most intimate traumas before you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some of your clever rules or ideas? We make sure that the place is immaculate. We want people to come in. We don't want uh. them to be distracted by how 
poorly the place looks. It should look clean and professional. They should be welcomed when they come in the door. We, it's not drive-through McDonald's. It, it, you know they're coming. So when whoever they whoever greets them at the door can can greet them by first and last name or just by last name. Hello, hello, Mr. Jackson. Wow. Welcome to the Taurus and to George. May I take your coat? May may I offer you something to drink? Let me show you into the conference room. Is there anything I can get you? Roseanne will be right with you. And then when the lawyer comes in the room, and it's not just me, but every lawyer on the team, we have done some specific training to understand personality types using DISC profiling. You may be familiar with that. Oh, sure. but yeah, what, I've heard the, of it, but my goodness. Yeah, but why we did that was so that we could understand communication styles. I'm very sort of uh, cut and dry. I can be very direct. And I have like right. a canned 12 or 15 questions I could ask every person that I meet who's, who wants a divorce, and I can pretty much get a feel. If, you, if I get the answer to these 12 or 15 questions, what what to tell you, how to how to best handle your case. But not everybody communicates like that. Some people want to come yeah. in, they have a spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet, the engineer types, they have all their assets and debts on, you know, here's what we have. I know how to talk to that person a certain way. Here's then my wife's person, basic 17 flaws. Which, yes, you'll, you'll notice the asterisk, the really important ones. She murdered the cook. Then, yeah, then anyway, there's the gal, the gal who wants to know if she has grounds for divorce, and I say, well, are you married? She says, of course I'm married. I say, well, then you obviously have grounds <laughs> You're married. Yes. <laughs> no, but then, then there's that, the, I mean, that is sort of part of it. I, <laughs> but then there's the gal that. or the guy that's very emotional, that may be teary-eyed, who wants to tell me the story of how the divorce came to oh, be. Meaning, what was the what was the undoing? You know, what was the the drama that unfolded? Then I'm going to talk to them about in a different sort of way. So when we meet with you face-to-face, we're not, let's get this over with, I want to know what's important to you, what would happen if if you did nothing about the situation, what would your life look like, and can I help you figure out what your life would look like if we did something about the situation, and we help you figure out how. We call that divorce planning. So there's a couple of subtle things we do when we meet with people face-to-face that I think is very unique and uh, compelling. I think that's wonderful, and I'm just going to, in one sentence, you studied, you told me that you even studied the parking lot, uh, the situation (laughs) of the parking lot. What what did you discover on the tarmac? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it goes to the client's experience, and we not just the parking lot, but the exterior of the building, the 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 flower beds, the the paint, the colors. We striped the parking lot. The parking lot was uh, all. You know what was funny, Bart? Everybody on my team would park as close to the building as possible, and I would every morning I'd go around. I I said, you know, those close-up parking spots are for the clients who pay your salary. Could you move your car to the back of the parking lot? And and finally, I just got I got sick of it, frankly. And I I striped the parking lot and I put signs by the first five spots. Clients only, right? I said, clients of the Taurus and the George, and now everybody parks in the back, and they, you know. But this is what yeah. this is what I did. I wanted people to feel special. We, I want them yeah, to feel like, well, okay, I got you. it, I got it. This is where I'm supposed to park, and and then there's an, a, an obvious sign about how to enter the building, so they're not going around. Because in Flemington, or offices in Flemington, it's like a house, so people are a little confused. You know, which door do I go in? Marstown, it's obvious. You know, you come. It's a big, huge right, parking yeah. lot. So the parking lot story is really about the Flemington office. So. Okay. 
I, yeah. I, I have a whole. I wanted to ask you about some of the new things uh, within uh, the divorce law. I, I know that, for instance, uh, my own wife and the pool boy have offered me a Dr. Kevorkian gift certificate, <laughs> which I thought was very charming. But, but, uh, and, and I wanted to question about how good an option that was. But I think we're going to have to have you back at another show to actually talk about what you do. But how you have run your business has been a very, very enlightening process, and I hope that you all, as as have I, uh, picked up a few nuggets that you can take back and apply to your own firm and uh, boost, get yourself off the plateau where you're currently squatting. Uh, so, uh, Roseanne, thank you so much for coming uh, on this day, and I hope we can have you back and actually get into some law sometime. I would love that. Thank you so much, Bart. Okay, thank you. And as we round out today's feast, I am Bart Jackson, your curator of business wisdom, leaving you with today's business quotation. That is, who was it who said, formal education will make you a living, self-education will make you a fortune? And as a hint, the quote of this, the author of this quote, is not is neither the heart of the Harvard dropouts who launched Microsoft or Facebook, but this person started as a Sears stock clerk and ended up counseling Exxon and others on adventures and achievement. And remember, if you know the author of this quote, simply scribble that author's name down as you believe him or her to be and send it right off to info at bartsbooks.com to win an absolutely career-igniting gift from the dungeons of Bart's Books Bookstore. And as a parting shot, in the words of my wife's husband, I'm going to give you a sign on the very wise human resource chief's door. If you're smarter than God and work like the devil or think you're close, please enter. <laughs> and to you uh, who've been gleefully sharing our feast, I hope you've enjoyed uh, the Art of CEO as much as Roseanne and I have just enjoyed bringing it to you. And remember that you can download this and, and all our shows at theartoftheceo.com. That's theartoftheceo.com. And finally, to you who have honored us with your time, may I say, as always, it has been a privilege, and I thank you.